0: Right now i should be packing for a conference that was the plan anyway i was going to take thursday and friday of this week to attend the q conference in palm springs i was really looking forward to it too not only would i get to spend a lot of time with teachers that i don't normally get the chance to see but i was going to learn all sorts of educational technology skills to help make my classroom that much better but about a week ago after things started getting canceled we as a staff decided that we weren't going to attend in a meeting at nutrition which honestly seems like it was about a year ago, and the conference got canceled a day or two later. After that, news started coming in more quickly as parents were emailing and more and more absences began to occur in class. By Friday, it wasn't a matter of if school would be canceled, but when. It's a frightening time out there. As a teacher, I'm usually the one with the answers, but I've never really experienced anything like this before. Even during the events of September 11th, when the world seemed to change, I knew what to expect tomorrow, but now I feel like I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Normally, in times like this, we can turn to our parents for guidance, but even they're at a loss. Unless they were alive during the Spanish influenza outbreak of 1918, there's been nothing like this before, and even then, our world just isn't the same as it was 102 years ago. I went on a long walk today. I've been taking a lot of long walks lately and appreciating everything around me. I made sure to smile hello to strangers that passed by and really pay attention to what was around me. And as I was walking, I realized this was an opportunity. We're living in a unique situation in history right now, something that may never happen again. And I wanted to make sure that I had the chance to not only record how I was feeling, but to ask others how they were feeling too. In doing so, I hope we can realize what's important, what we can do to help and most importantly, to realize that we're not alone. In this first episode, I reached out to history teacher Miss Reiser to see how she was feeling about everything happening, some ideas to keep sane, and perhaps most importantly, some recommendations of movies to watch on Disney Plus. Please enjoy. So I am here with Miss Reiser. She is. Um, are you socially isolated, Miss Reiser? I guess that's the socially I am. distancing, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I have been socially distancing all weekend other than going into work Monday, Tuesday, but even that was keeping my distance from everyone. Yep, six
0: feet of distance, right? Which is. Six feet. So I guess I'll just start off by asking, um, you know, how are you doing with all of this? Um, This is just. Kind of a, a crazy situation. I know that uh, my my students had talked to you for the podcast that they did on nine eleven, and you had talked about being a right. student for nine eleven. And I was
1: right.
0: I was the same. How old were you when nine eleven happened?
1: I was a sophomore in high school
0: when nine eleven happened. Okay, so, so I was a, so I was, a was a senior. Little,
1: that is is Yeah, 15-16, something like
0: that. Yeah, and no, I I was I was a senior. I think it was my yeah, obviously September of my senior year. But even sure. then, because I've been talking to people about this and I don't know if you disagree or agree or disagree, but even then this is just such a, you know, I, I went to school that day. We watched, um, I'm sure you guys would like us. We just basically had the TV on all day and kind of watched right, TV for the entire right. day. But this is just such yeah. a, such a different, such a different thing. How do you, what, what are you doing to kind of keep yourself sane? I suppose, or, or maybe, <laughs> are you keeping yourself sane? Maybe that's a better question to be asking.
1: Don't. I mean, yeah, it's, it's insane. This whole situation, I feel like nothing on this scale has happened with the exception maybe of the 1918 flu, the Spanish influenza that we call it here. Um, But with that, we didn't have the internet and the cable news with the constant bombardment of what's going on. It was interesting. I learned that with that, they actually were censoring the news. So people had no idea that other people were dying. They thought it was just in their neighborhoods that people were dying. So we now have these stories coming in and like, we, we can tell what's going to happen. We know what's going to happen. It's almost like seeing into the future. um, You know, we've, we've seen what happened in China and we're seeing what's happening in Italy. And, you know, to hear the reports that were what 10 days behind Italy or something like that. It's uh, it's pretty terrifying stuff, honestly. Um, So yeah, to keep sane, I mean, I've been working. um, So trying to help kids out online. Um, and then trying to stick to my own schedule, so I'm making myself go to sleep at a normal well, reasonable hour right um and then making myself get up and you know not stay in my pajamas all day and you know stick to a schedule and exercising, so trying to keep things as normal as possible um you know as as much as we can, even though. Staying in my house
0: is not normal. So but, Right. Yeah. So and so I mean you had talked about and you obviously coming at it from a from a history history perspective too, I think it's it's really interesting what you're talking about in terms of keeping information sort of hidden from people. Do you think, I, I mean, obviously we're getting a lot of information right now in terms of mm-hmm. what to do. A lot of it is, is I think pretty helpful in terms of staying, mm-hmm. staying kind of, you know, as socially distant from other people as, as you can, what's your, what's your living situation? Right. Like, are you living with other people, roommates, stuff like that, or.
1: Yeah. So I have a roommate um, who is not social distancing, which is very frustrating. We actually had a big fight yesterday about that Okay. Um, because it's, you know, I'm, I am very close with my mom and my grandma, and I would like to go visit them and see them but sure yeah. i I also don't want to give them a disease that could potentially kill them, so you know I mean the safest thing I can do is stay in my house and then when my roommate is not taking precautions to prevent something, it's really frustrating for me but i don't really have any other options of what else I can do at this point.
0: So. Well, yeah, and I think that's one um, of one of the, one of the yeah. biggest one of the biggest things that's obviously frustrating is being able to is kind of thinking. Obviously, and I, I'm the same way. You know, my mom is um, 68. Uh, my mom actually, mm-hmm. I, I got a little upset with her. She was uh, she lives up in Lake Arrowhead, but she actually went out to to dinner last night with her husband, um, which was mm-hmm. kind of it's Lake Arrowhead, so it's things are a little bit farther away, but it's also. You know, it's probably not the best idea, obviously, to be doing that. Right. Um, so, right. um, as as a teacher, because you had talked about, you know, the obviously the spread of information too with the right. nineteen eighteen uh, Spanish flu. Do you think? I mean, is this? Do you think that there's there's obviously advantages in terms of you know we all kind of know the six feet thing, the washing the hands for twenty second thing. Right. Do you see any any issues though with with the information that's out there, especially in terms of you know false information that's out there? Is that is that something that you've kind of yeah. seen or tried yeah. to tried to teach your students about um, in the obviously in the interactions that you've had with them online?
1: Yeah, I mean there's definitely a lot of false information of like you know I've I've seen like on the Daily Show like they're joking about crazy things people are doing, like, oh, if you drink bleach, it kills it. Like, no, don't do that. Right. Um, So there's all kinds of false information. And so it's so important for everyone, you know, not just students, but just everyone to really look and see what are the sources that, you know, like who's saying this? Is it, you know, your crazy neighbor who has crazy ideas about whatever? Or is it, you know, a, a reputable source like the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, or the World Health Organization, or the National Institute for Health. Is it you know? Is it something that actual doctors are saying? So that's that's definitely a major thing. I think also a big thing with media that you know I don't know if I'm, I'm sure other people are having this, but I've I've found myself you know I, I get stuck in this almost like a wormhole where you, you just keep seeing things online, you keep scrolling, 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 and it just builds up more and more fear to the point where I've had to really like consciously stop and be like, this is not good for my mental health to keep reading these terrible stories and like keep having this like fear bombardment. Right, yeah. And so just to have to like, Nope, the phone is done. The phone is, you know, Nope, no turn off the notifications, put the phone down, pick up <laughs> a book or watch a movie, watch a Disney movie something, something, um, or just do exercise, just get away from the internet because it's, while it's great, we do have the almost instant news of what's happening around the world. There's also the fear and misinformation. So it's, it's important to step away from that and really get away from, you know, from screens and everything and just be a part of the world as much as we can.
0: Yeah, no, I'm so, I'm, and I think I,
1: I will also say like a benefit is, you know, I, like I said, I'm close to my mom and grandma and I can't go see my grandma. She's living in a, an old folks home or oh, wow. whatever the politically correct way of saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she knows how to FaceTime. And so I FaceTime her every day and we do, you know, phone hugs. And so we like, you know, we hold our hands up to the screen and pretend to be hugging each other. So to be able to do that when I can't go see her, I, I'm, it means a lot to me. I know it means a lot to her as well. That's, so there are benefits of yeah, technology. Yeah, that's,
0: that's awesome here. And that's that's super cool that your uh, grandma knows how to use FaceTime too, which is definitely, yeah, definitely a big awesome benefit. For a
1: 95 year old. <laughs> is, that, is that
0: Babs? Is that Babs, your grandma?
1: That's Bob's his grandma. Bob, yes. there you Bob's go. His mom. Bob's, his <laughs> Bob's mom. Bob's mom. Okay. Bob's <laughs> Bob's
0: your mom, and Bob's is, Bob's his mom. So like grandma. Yeah. Bob's gotcha. <laughs> Very cool. Well, and you had mentioned uh, to kind of wrap up. You had mentioned obviously not getting too, uh, mixed up in social media. That's a, that's a, I've been off social media actually yeah. for, for a while for, for a lot of different reasons, but, uh, it's definitely mm-hmm. helpful now. Um, you, you mentioned Disney movies as kind of a way to get away. What is, what is the Disney movie that you've been seeing or that you've seen over the past couple of days, maybe even week or so? Uh, what's your, what's your escapist Disney movie of choice?
1: Um, I've actually been binge-watching a TV show on Netflix, and I just finished it last night. So tonight I will be watching Frozen 2. I okay. have been listening to the music all day, so any of my students who have uh, who logged into my office hours, they might have caught me singing and dancing to Disney music before I realized the video was on. Um, but I highly recommend Frozen 2. Um, also, any good classic Disney movies, Bedknobs and Broomsticks is a good one. The Love Bug's a really funny one. So... Go back and watch the like the old movies from the 50s the ones that you know you might not have seen before so just I mean, it's Disney. It's going to end happy, so. That's
0: that's <laughs> that's absolutely true. Well, thank you, Miss Reiser, for taking taking a little time uh, to to of talk course. to me, and talk to my class today, and um, yeah, yeah. It's good keep, to
1: have human interaction.
0: <laughs> it definitely is good to have human interaction. So uh, stay stay healthy. Uh, knock some sense thank into you, your girl. roommate's head. Hopefully, they can, yeah. mm, can hopefully yeah get on the same get on the same page. But yeah, stay healthy and. Um, you know, fingers crossed, and hopefully we'll, uh, we'll be able to talk in person soon.
1: Sounds good. Wash those hands. There you and go. We'll awesome. <laughs> talk to you later.
0: All right. Cool. Thank you much. A very big thank you to Ms. Reiser for joining me today. The music you've heard in the intro and are hearing right now is called Night Tracks from the prolific Pottington Bear. Until we meet again, keep calm, wash your hands, or as Ms. Reiser might say, washa deine hands.